Good morning. My name is Arturo. She is my wife, Ruth. Y God bless you. Necesito ayuda. Gracias por la foto. Y creo que es una de mis mejores. Thank you for putting up the picture. I think it's one of my better pictures. Para mí es un honor poder compartir este tiempo con una iglesia que amamos el corazón de Dios. Really, it's just an honor to be here in a church that I know just loves, loves the heart of God. Y que Dios nos ha permitido unirnos para eh, trabajar en la obra que Él nos ha encomendado. And God has allowed us to work together in, in his work here on earth. Y necesitamos que la iglesia en, en, en el mundo sea una iglesia que abra su corazón para servir. We know that we need in the world a church that opens their heart to serve. Siempre me he preguntado cómo Dios podría sentir un corazón eh, alegre, que él pudiera sentirse alegre de, de lo que él hizo por nosotros. And, you know, we, we think and we ask, like, how could we, how could we see a God or have a God who's happy, who delights in, in seeing his work on, with us, in us? ¿Cómo poder hacer que el corazón de Dios esté alegre? How could we, how could we make God's heart happy? No sé si alguna vez usted podría preguntarse cómo Dios está muy alegre en su corazón. I don't know if you've ever asked yourself this question of how could God be happy with me in his heart. Pero cuando pienso en mi vida como padre, la mayor alegría es que mis hijos sean obedientes. And really as a father, what, what makes my heart happiest is to see my children obeying what I've taught them. Y que puedan dejarse dirigir a través de obedecer nuestros consejos y nuestros mandatos. When I see them listening and, and obeying some of the guidance and the counseling that we have given them, that makes me happy. Y cuando eso sucede, yo como padre y, y mi esposa como madre, nuestro corazón está alegre. And when this happens, when we see this in our children, myself as a father and my, my wife as a mother, it, it delights our heart. Y también eso hace que podamos ver las recompensas que Dios trae a nuestros hijos por la obediencia a sus padres. We also are able to see the good things that happen in the lives of our children because of the obedience they have to their parents. Y esta mañana quiero hablar de una iglesia que sirve y agrada el corazón de Dios. And today what I want to talk about is a church that serves and pleases God. Y si usted me ayuda y vamos junto a la palabra del Señor en Mateo, el capítulo 22. If you could help me by turning your Bibles to Matthew 22. De en el capítulo 22 que tenemos en Mateo, 
podemos ver antes en los versículos 15 al 22, cómo nosotros vemos que Jesús es atacado con preguntas uh, eh, por un grupo de eh, personas que creen saber todo. So, first what we see happening in Matthew, starting in verse 15, is that Jesus is there and he's being attacked um, by people that are surrounding him that really think that they know that they know everything. Y ellos quieren eh, empujar a Jesús para que él pueda decir las palabras que ellos quieren escuchar. And so what they're doing is they're, they're pushing Jesus to try to get him to say something that they want him to say. Y este, esta, estas personas que creen tener todo el conocimiento de la ley de Dios eran personas muy de mucha influencia política y social en aquel tiempo. And these people that think that they have so much knowledge of the word of God and that they know everything, they also are people that have great influence politically and socially in this time. La Biblia lo llama el grupo de los fariseos. These are the Pharisees. Ellos the querían acusar a Jesús de alguna manera para sacarlo del camino. What they wanted to do was accuse Jesus in order to take him away from the path that he was following. Y cada vez que iban a Jesús, traían la ley para poder escuchar realmente lo que ellos querían escuchar, como eh, el conocimiento de la ley para no practicar el amor que realmente Jesús vino a enseñar. And so really what they were trying to do is every time they would go to him, they would go to him with the law. And they would say things from the law to try to push him, manipulate him, to get him to do something, say something that um, really would take him away from his purpose of serving, loving the people. Y empezaban a hacer preguntas para que Jesús dijera siempre lo que ellos querían escuchar para acusarle y no dejarlo llevar la obra que el Padre le había encomendado. And so what they were doing is trying to trap him to get him to say what they wanted him to say so that he couldn't do the work of God that God had sent him to do on earth. Y en esta ocasión le preguntan por los tributos y el Señor también contesta conociendo la ley pero poniendo las cosas en su lugar. Dar al César lo que es del César y a Dios lo que es de Dios. And so what we see here is they're trying to, to trap him with, with um, talking about taxes. And he says that they, he, they want him to break a law. And what he says is that he, you should give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and give to God what belongs to God. Luego, si vemos el versículo 23... En adelante, vemos otro grupo de personas, los saduceos. Un grupo de personas que se creían muy eh, justas, muy rectas. 
que hacían las cosas correctamente y también quieren empujar a Jesús para escuchar también lo que a ellos les conviene, lo que ellos quieren escuchar. And so in verse 23, we see that another group of people on the same day called the Sadducees, they come to Jesus and these are people who think that they are what they are the most fair, they are the most just, they are the most righteous people and they too start to try to trap Jesus and get him to say what they want him to say. Ahora, yo quiero que vayamos a los siguientes versos que es en Mateo capítulo 22 del 34 al 39. So now we're going to look at Matthew 22, 34 to 39. 34, sí. And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Aquí está el punto de cómo la iglesia puede agradar el corazón de Dios. This is the main point. How can the church please the heart of God? Nosotros, como sus hijos, como iglesia, lo mejor que podemos hacer en nuestra vida Viviendo en Cristo es trabajar para agradar el corazón de Dios. Really, as children and as servants of God, the best thing that we can do, the greatest thing that we can do with our lives is to love, to serve, and to please the heart of God. Así como Jesús agradó el corazón del Padre, no fue fácil para Él. Tuvo que ir a una cruz, tuvo que pagar un precio. Pero él agradó el corazón del Padre. Just like Jesus Christ came as the Son of God and he worked to, to please God. He gave his body, he gave his life, he went to the cross and it wasn't easy for him, but he was able to please his Father God. Este grupo de personas, fariseos, saduceos, querían escuchar lo que ellos querían, querían estar bien con la ley, querían estar bien con lo que ellos pretendían creer lo que era bueno, pero se olvidaban de amar. And these groups of people, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and they were, they were thinking that they wanted to be good in the law. They wanted to be known as that they are following the law and that that was enough and they wanted to get Jesus to say that, but they had forgotten that they're called to love. Ellos creían ser justos. Ellos creían ser inteligentes. Ellos creían que todo lo cumplían pero no amaban, no, uh, eh, no agradaban el corazón de Dios porque faltaba el amor de Dios en sus vidas. They wanted to be knowledgeable, they wanted to be righteous, they wanted to follow the law, but they didn't ever please the heart of God because they didn't have love. Y cuando vemos aquí en el versículo 34, este grupo se vuelve a reunir y quiere Volver a empujar a Jesús, volver a empujarlo para poder llevarlo a como encerrarlo para que pueda decir también lo que ellos quieren escuchar. Leyes, cosas escritas, pero no cosas del corazón 
para servir a Dios. And so here we see in 34 that these two groups of people come together and they, and they devise a plan to continue to push Jesus into talking about the law, what they know, and following the law. And, but still, they, they don't hear that uh, the heart of God and to love, to please, to serve him. Pero Jesús conoce toda la historia bíblica. But Jesus knows the story of the Bible. Él conoce la ley. He Él knows the law. El Pentateuco perfectamente. He knows the Pentateuch. He knows everything perfectly. Y él no está rompiendo la ley. And he's not breaking that law. Él les recuerda la palabra del Antiguo Testamento. And so he, he has them remember the words of the Old Testament. Y ahora les dice, ¿saben qué es lo primero? And he tells them, you know what is the first commandment? Ustedes lo saben. You should know this. ¿Por qué no lo hacen? Why don't you do it? Ahora. Amar a Dios con todo tu corazón, con toda tu mente, con todo lo que tú eres. Tienes que amar a Dios. And so he tells them with everything that you are, you need to love God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with everything that you are, you need to love God. Now. Eso le fue dicho desde el principio. That's what has been said since the beginning. Eso ahora no es nuevo. This thing now Ustedes is new. You know it already. ¿Por qué preguntas cosas vanas? Why are you asking these things ¿Por qué preguntas a quién le doy los tributos? Why are you asking who I should be giving this money to? ¿Por qué preguntas de la mujer si se casa con uno con otro? ¿Con quién estará en el paraíso? Why are you asking these things? ¿Por qué preguntan cosas vanas? ¿Por qué no aman? Why? ¿Por qué no aman a Dios? Why aren't you loving God? Eso es lo que el Padre quiere. That's una iglesia que ame a Dios, he que sirva a Dios. He wants God, that serves God. Seguro ellos pensaron que eso era todo lo que iba a pasar. And uh, certainly they thought that was everything that was going to happen. Pero él les dice, ¿saben qué? And he says, you know what? Falta una cosa. There's another thing. Amar a tu prójimo. You need to love your neighbor. Como a ti mismo. Like you love yourself. Amen a su prójimo. Love your neighbor. Como a ustedes mismos. Like you love yourself. Como ustedes se cuidan. Like you take care of yourself. Cuiden a su prójimo. You need to take care of your neighbor. Y eso toca el corazón de la iglesia. And this is what touches the heart of the church. El ver la necesidad. To see the need. En cada lugar. In every place. Donde la iglesia debe de estar. Where the church should be. Si la iglesia ama a Dios. And that's where the church loves God. La iglesia está. Where the church is. Donde su prójimo lo necesita. Where the neighbor is in need. Amar a Dios. Con todo lo que somos. To love God with everything that we are. Con todo nuestro corazón. With all of our heart. Y cuando pensé en la palabra corazón. When I started to think of this word heart. Si mi corazón se detiene. Ah, if, my, if my heart. Ah, <laughs> yo me. Ah, 
And then I, se acabó I'm done. si la iglesia se le detiene el corazón muere y para que el corazón siga latiendo la iglesia necesita amar a Dios y amar al prójimo And so for the heart of the church to keep beating, the heart of the church El needs to continue to latir, love God latir, and latir love their neighbor. Amar a Dios y amar a su the church needs to continue to love God and love his neighbor. Y cuando eso pasa, and el corazón happens, de Dios está alegre, está contento. When this happens and the heart of God is happy, the heart of God is pleased. La iglesia que me ama muestra amor. Because the church has shown love. El corazón no puede morir de la iglesia cuando late amando a Dios y amando a su prójimo. The heart of the church can never die when its beat, its heartbeat is loving God and loving its neighbor. Con todo su corazón. With all of your heart. Y con toda su alma. And with all of your soul. Dios viene a nosotros y transforma nuestras vidas. God comes to us and he transform our, transforms our life. Renueva nuestro ser. He renews our being. Cambia nuestro corazón. He changes our heart. En un corazón puro para and he, amar. He, bring, he changes our heart to become clean, pure. Pero el alma, el alma es de donde brota nuestras emociones, nuestros sentimientos. But our soul, our soul is where we have our, our emotions, our feelings. Es como cuando estoy, eh, cuando veo a mi esposa. It's like when I see my wife. Porque estoy enamorado de ella. Because I'm in love with her. Me da como cosita aquí. It gives me like little things right here. Es el alma. That's my soul. Es mis sentimientos. That's my feelings. Y esos sentimientos debo Mostrarlos. And these feelings that I have, I need to show her. Cuando vemos la necesidad del prójimo. When, uh, when we see the, the need of our neighbor. Hay un sentimiento de amor. There's, there's a feeling of love. Que se muestra en misericordia que Dios pone en nuestros corazones. That we can show with mercy that God gives us in our hearts. Que se muestra en mostrar la bondad de Dios. When we can show them God's kindness, goodness. Porque Dios nos da la oportunidad de servirle. Because God gives us the opportunity to serve. En cada lugar. In every place. Y en cada persona. In every person. Que lo necesita. That needs it. Siempre tenemos una oportunidad. We always have this opportunity. Y es como la iglesia sigue latiendo su corazón. And that is how the church continues to have its heartbeat porque arde en fuego del Espíritu Santo por amar a Dios y amar a su prójimo como a él mismo because it is burning with the fire of the Holy Spirit that says to love God and to love their neighbor quema un fuego dentro that is a fire inside of us que no te deja that doesn't stop hasta que tus sentimientos tus emociones y tu proceder Extiende la mano Until all of your emotions and all of your feelings and, and your heart is able to extend itself to your neighbor in need. A servir. To serve. A tu prójimo. To serve your neighbor. 
Esa es la iglesia que agrada el corazón de Dios. This is the kind of church that pleases God. Todos somos la iglesia que representa ese amor. Everyone here is part of this church that represents this love. Y en cada momento tienes un prójimo a tu lado. And in every moment you have a neighbor by your side. Que puedes servir. That you could serve. Que puedes amar. That you could love. Y puedes mostrarle el amor de Dios. That you can show the love of God. Quiero que podamos ir a Efesios capítulo 2. I'd like to go to Ephesians. Todos sabemos como hijos de Dios que no somos salvos por obras. We know as children of God that we are not saved by works. La salvación es por gracia. That we know that salvation is through grace. Por medio de la fe. Through the faith. Y eso es lo que representaban aquellas personas. And this is what those people were representing. La ley. Querían entender solo la parte de la escritura que favorece a sus vidas. And these, and the Pharisees and the Sadducees, what they wanted was the law. The law that, that they felt was good in their life. La salvación es por gracia, por medio de la fe. Y esto no podemos hacer nada para recibir gracia del Señor que pagó en la cruz. But salvation is through, is through grace. And there is eh, nothing that we can do to deserve that. It is what Jesus Christ gave eh, us. Es una verdad Christ. divina. Es una verdad que la creemos. This is a divine truth, something that we believe. Eso es, gracia. This is it. This is grace. Pero gracia no es cruzar los brazos but, ante la necesidad de los demás. But grace doesn't mean crossing your arms and doing nothing when you see need. Gracia es abrir los brazos. Grace means to open our arms. Para amar a los demás. To love others. Si tú tienes gracia. If you have grace. Y yo tengo gracia. And I have grace. No puedo cerrar mis brazos. I cannot cross my arms. Tengo que abrir mis brazos. I have to open them. Siempre cuando hablamos de estos versos. Whenever we talk about these verses. Podemos quedarnos en el verso 8 y 9. Que por gracia soy salvos por medio de la fe. Y esto no de vosotros. Pues es un don de Dios. No por obras para que nadie se gloríe. We can stop there and we can, we can see. ¿Qué verso quiere leer? Es, es ah, 8 9. Okay. In Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of work, so that no one can boast. No sé aquí, pero hay veces en la iglesia local, en nuestro, en nuestro país, muchos se quedan en este verso. Y dicen, gracia es por fe. No es por lo que yo tengo que hacer. Así que. No so I don't know about here, but at least in our church, we see, we see people who stay in these two verses. They want to focus on these two verses because they say salvation is through grace. I can do nothing to deserve it. And so I'm done. I don't have to do anything. Tengo salvación. I'm saved. Está bien. Everything's good. Tiene salvación. You're saved. Pero le digo, ¿por qué no lees el verso 10? 
But I'm asking you, why don't you continue reading verse 10? Porque somos hechura suya. For we are his workmanship. Creados en Cristo Jesús. Created in Christ Jesus. Para buenas obras. For good works. Las cuales Dios preparó de antemano. Which God prepared beforehand. Para que anduviésemos en ellas. That we should walk in them. Gracias. Es por fe. Grace is, for, is through faith. Pero el que tiene gracia. But he who has grace. Está preparado para hacer buenas obras. Is prepared to do good works. Esa es la iglesia. That is the church. That is the church that pleases God. Para que anduviesen en ellas. That we can walk in those good works. Cada paso que damos. That every step we take. Cada lugar que estamos. In every place that we are. Siempre hay alguien. That there's always something. Siempre hay algo. There's always something. Por lo que Dios te envía con un propósito. That God has sent you there for a purpose. De amar. To love. Sabes. Santiago, el capítulo 2. El versículo 14 al 17. In James chapter 2. Habla de que si tenemos fe, pero no tenemos obras, nuestra fe es muerta. In James chapter 2, um, he teaches us that if we have faith, but we do not have works, then it is our faith is dead. O si tenemos obras, y no tenemos fe, también esas obras son muertas. Or, if we have works, but we do not have faith, then those works are dead. Es como aquí Santiago pone un ejemplo claro. Hay veces vamos a lugares en, en nuestro país, en, en diferentes partes, y llegamos y hay una necesidad. Sometimes, you know, in, in our country or in different places, we go somewhere and there's a need. Y oramos por la necesidad, falta de comida. We pray for the need. Puede ser falta de vestido. It could be that they don't have food, that they don't have clothing. Y oramos, está bien, perfecto, pero luego damos la espalda y nos vamos. And we pray for them, everything's good, and then we turn around and we walk away. Sabiendo en nuestro corazón que podemos hacer Más que eso. Knowing in our hearts that we can do more. Porque Dios ha proveído a nuestras vidas algo más. Because God has provided us with more. Para nosotros poder dar a ellos. That we can turn around and give to them. Y ese es un ejemplo de cuando nuestra fe sin obras está muerta. And that, that would be an example of when our faith without works is dead. En nuestra iglesia enseñamos Una frase que, que Dios nos la preparó y me encanta a mí porque es Dios nos bendice para bendecir. In our church we, we have a saying that we, often, that we often share with one another that God gave us, that God blessed us so that we may be a blessing. 
Entre más Dios te bendice es por un propósito. And Porque more that he blesses you, en, the purpose that you en have. Cristo siempre hay un propósito por la bendición. In Christ, there is always a purpose for your blessing. Dios te bendice para que tú puedas bendecir a otros. He blesses you so that you can bless others. Dios no es un Dios de muertos. Dios es un Dios de vivos. God is not a God of dead, death and dead people. He is a God of of the alive. Y recuerdas cuando la iglesia se le para el corazón, muere. When the church, when their heartbeat stops, they die. Pero cuando ese corazón late en amor para Dios y a su prójimo, es una iglesia viva. But when the heartbeat of the church is beating with the love of God and the love of its neighbor is a church that is alive. La iglesia que sirve Alegra el corazón de Dios. Because the church that is serving is the church that pleases the heart of God. Dios nos ama tanto que ha cuidado la iglesia. God, God loves us so much that he has taken care of his church. Y siempre la iglesia recibe una dirección especial de Dios. And God always gives the, his church uh, a special direction. Porque el Espíritu Santo llena a la iglesia que su corazón late amando a Dios. Because the Holy Spirit will come and will fill the church if it's a church that, whose heartbeat is loving God. Y la iglesia que ama a Dios muestra frutos del Espíritu Santo. And the church that loves God shows, bears fruits of the Holy Spirit. Recuerdas, Dios dice que lo amemos con todo nuestro corazón, con toda nuestra mente y con toda nuestra alma. Remember that God tells us to love him with all of our heart, with all of our mind and with all of our soul. Entonces, cuando Dios viene y está en nuestro corazón, nuestra alma empieza a sentir ese deseo de servir y amar a otros. And so when God comes and he fills our heart then our soul will start to feel this desire to go and to, and to serve others. Demostrarse una familia en la integridad del cuerpo de Cristo. And, and to show this, this family of Christ followers and the integrity among them. Y la iglesia empieza a amarse, empieza a cuidarse, empieza a servirse el uno al otro. And then the church begins to serve one another, to love one another, to take care of one another. Y eso es transmitido para poder la iglesia hacerlo fuera and this is del what templo. happens and, and allows us to go out and serve outside of the church. Porque hay un amor que es derramado por la presencia de Dios en ese lugar. Because there is a love that has been poured out from God into this place. Esos son los frutos del Espíritu Santo que habla Gálatas en el capítulo 5. These are the fruits of the Holy Spirit that we learn about in, in Galatians. ¿Y quién recuerda cómo empieza? Who remembers how the fruit of the Holy Spirit begins? Porque el fruto del Espíritu es The fruit of the Holy Spirit is love. Love. Amor. Oh. <laughs> Es amor. It's love. 
El fruto del Espíritu es amor. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is love. Y Jesús les enseñó. And Jesus taught them. This. Amarás a Dios. Amar. Amor. Love God. Amarás a tu prójimo. Amor. Love your neighbor. Love. Un amor que solo viene por la presencia del Espíritu Santo a nuestra vida. A love that can only be possible with the presence of the Holy Spirit. La Biblia Spirit habla de diferentes tipos de amor. The Bible talks about lots of different types of love. Para cada uno de nuestros sentimientos. For every different type of Para feeling cada we una have. de nuestras emociones. Every type of emotion we have. Pero este amor es diferente. Es el amor agape, el amor de sacrificio, el amor que presentamos delante de Dios para mostrar que le amamos, para mostrar que queremos vivir por él. This love, this love is different. This is the love agape. This is the love that requires sacrifice. This is the love that we show to one another when we sacrifice for one another. This is the love that pleases God. Es el amor que solo la presencia. This is the love that only the es presence. Es el amor que solo el, cuando el Espíritu Santo se derrama en nuestra vida. This is the love that happens when the Holy Spirit pours into our life. Podemos sentirlo. We can feel it. Él nos ama tanto. He loves us so much. Que quiere que nosotros amemos. And it just wants us to love. Él sintió tanto amor. He felt so much love. Y quiere que su iglesia. And he wants his church. Sienta el amor. To feel that love. Y que sus corazones latan. And that their hearts may beat. Por amarlo a él. May beat for love for him. Y amar a su prójimo. And to love their neighbor. Dios nunca se queda con nada. God is never without. Él siempre tiene una recompensa. He always has a reward. Aunque no pensamos, hay veces la recompensa. Sometimes we don't think about that. Pero él es tan bueno. That it's just good. Que siempre tiene algo especial para ti y para mí. But it's good that he has something special for you, for me. Dios dice que él no se queda con nada porque él devuelve siempre la recompensa a los que le aman. He, he says that he is never without. The Bible says this, that those who love him serve him. Will have their reward. En Primera de Corintios, capítulo 13, capítulo 3, versículo 8, dice que a cada uno recibirá su recompensa según su labor. En 1 Corintios 3:8, it says that each one of us will receive our reward according to their work. ¿A quién servimos si no es al Señor nuestro Dios. Who would we serve if it is not our God? Colosenses 3, 23, 24. And Colossians 3, 23 to 24. Dice que del Señor vendrá la recompensa para nuestras vidas. It says from, from God will be the reward in our lives. Y quise resaltar algunos versículos porque es la misma palabra de Dios que nos muestra su recompensa. 
And I, I just want to highlight a few verses because it is in God's word that we see these, these rewards mentioned. In Galatas capítulo 6. In Galatians 6. El versículo 9. In uh, verse 9. No nos cansemos pues de hacer el bien. We por, do not grow tired of doing good. Porque a su tiempo segaremos si no desmayamos. Because in, in time he will reward that work. We do not grow faint. Quiero ir cerrando con Mateo capítulo 20, 26 a 28. I'd like to close in Matthew chapter 20, verses 26 through 28. Recuerdan la historia de esta situación que se presenta para la madre para pedir que sus hijos sean primeros ¿ah, en el reino de Dios. Remember the story where the mother is asking what, what needs to happen so that her children could be first in the kingdom of God. Pero el, el verso 26 nos dice la respuesta que el Señor le da. And so in Matthew 20, 26, this is, the, this is the answer he gives her. It says, and to the second and third and down to the seventh. See? 26. Ah, I'm in the wrong chapter. Matthew 20. Ignore that part. Mm -hmm. Matthew 20, 26. Start over. It shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be your slave. Even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life for a ransom, as a ransom for many. Hay veces pensamos en ser, en ser los mejores o llegar a un nivel especial. Sometimes we, we focus on, on being the best or getting to some kind of special place. Pero el nivel especial en el corazón de Dios para la iglesia es aquella iglesia que late su corazón para amarle y servir a su prójimo. But in the eyes of God, that special, that special place is to be part of a church that his, has a heartbeat to love God and to love his neighbor. Dios tiene un lugar especial para todos los corazones que sirven. God has a special place in his heart for all of those who serve him. Sabe, necesitamos en esta situación, en todo lugar, lo que ha estado pasando en todo el mundo, situaciones difíciles, we know that um, we see the difficult situations that are happening all over the world. La iglesia de nuestro Señor Jesucristo, cual Él pagó el precio, debe ser la luz But que we brilla. know that the church, the church that Jesus Christ died for, should be the light in that world. Y me gusta mucho la, el nombre de esta iglesia, Lighthouse. I really like the name of this church, Lighthouse. So, es la luz. It's the light. Y así como es la luz. And just like it is the nombre, light. Así también yo sé que Dios los está llamando para hacer la luz. And I know just 
as your, as your name says that God is calling this church to be that light. En este lugar, en esta comunidad. In this, in this community, in this place. Y en todas partes que, el, que en el mundo se está abriendo una puerta para poder servir. In every place, in every corner of the world where God has opened a door for Lighthouse to be that light. En nuestro país, Honduras. In our country, Honduras. Cada momento que tenemos la oportunidad de compartir con esta iglesia local. And in every moment that we have to, to work together with this church. Es una bendición especial. It is a special blessing to work with you. El estar aquí es un honor. To be here is an honor for me. Y cuando un grupo de esta congregación llega a nuestro país. And when a group of this congregation comes to our country. Le aseguro que hay una fiesta grande por verles y compartir del amor de Dios y el corazón que ustedes muestran. I promise you that the celebration in, in Honduras for your arrival and the, the love of God that you have to share is, is bigger than you can imagine. Y el proyecto, el programa de Uganda. And the, the project and the program that you support in Uganda. Y saber del corazón de ustedes para con estos niños. That's in your hearts and has been growing in your hearts for these children. Para este lugar. And for this place. Eso es. Latir el corazón por su prójimo. That is the heartbeat of, of loving your God and your neighbor. Eso es mostrar el amor de Dios. That's showing God's love. Mis oraciones. My prayers. Mi amor. My love. Mis respetos. My respect. Por su congregación. For your congregation. Y oro en cada momento. And I pray in every moment. Por Pastor Kevin y su liderazgo. For Pastor Kevin, for his leadership. Y por la congregación. And for his congregation. Para que Dios siga mostrándoles la obra de amor. And that God will continue to show you the work of love that he has for you. Dios les bendiga. God bless you.